social ladies. All the social ladies. All the social ladies. All the social ladies. Good morning. <laughs> or evening. Or afternoon. I wonder when most of our listeners listen to us. We'll put out a Instagram story. Yeah, please respond. <laughs> okay, I'm going to kick us off today with Jessica Walsh, my fave. Um, she is the owner of the And Walsh Agency, and given she's a really cool graphic designer, I'm obsessed with her. I used to be a designer. For those who don't know, I follow all of these design blogs still. But regardless, she and the agency made these really fun emojis specifically for COVID. They're not usable in the emoji keyboard on Apple products as it stands, but there's some really hysterical ones that I've been looking at that I think are really fun. Which ones are your favorite? Honestly, there's a golden roll of toilet paper that seems very valuable at this point. There's also one of those little um, virus emojis with like the devil face on who is pretty cute. I like the, I like the Purell. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Purell should probably they use, should that use that in their marketing materials. We'll share them on the Instagram. I just think they're they're a cute way to make light of a really terrible situation. So there's one that's a folder and it just has, it says excuses on it. Mm-hmm. And there's just a bunch of paper in it. And I think that's a good segue because I want to talk about in current events, in current reality TV events, something that happened this weekend. Heartbreaking news. Heartbreaking really. news. Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler are getting a divorce. But I think what we want to talk about is the fact that they announced it on Instagram. Right now, Kristen's post has 385,000 likes and 42,000 comments. Can you imagine having to... Having that many people like your divorce? Right. Well, that's what I was going to say. I didn't even like it Mm, because it felt distasteful. I think it's an interesting contrast between all the people who announce their weddings Mm -hmm. on Instagram Mm -hmm. or engagements or their engagements right exactly um according to wedding wire over 90 percent of couples announce their hashtag just said yes moment on social media with a majority announcing within a day or two of their engagement the news cycle is so quick it's Same. like you have to, you get the ring on your finger and you post that photo. I wonder how soon after Kristen and Jay decided <laughs> they're divorced. It's, I'm still really bummed. Anyway, we're going to be talking a lot about weddings on this episode. We have an interview coming up with Rachel Joe Silver, who is the CEO and founder of Love Stories TV, which I've basically been calling to all of our friends the social network for wedding videos. It's really awesome, and we're really excited to share her thoughts with you all. Um, But I know there's some other things you want to talk about, Miss, before we jump into that. Well, yeah, I think just thinking about how weddings or how social media has changed weddings and relationships in general, Mm -hmm. and I think it's interesting with all the dating apps of people meeting on their phones and then... Like we said, you then you get engaged and you're posting about it on your phone and then you're getting married and you're posting your wedding wedding video on your phone and it's just all of this <laughs> sharing of your life that like started on this device and is continuing to be posted. What's that crazy stat you just told me about how many couples met online? One in four. One in four of newly engaged couples. My jaw is on the ground. <laughs> That's such a large number. It is. Um, 
The other thing which we feel very passionately about is wedding hashtags. Oh. So let's see. According to brides.com, 48% of brides said they'd created custom hashtags for pre-wedding events like bachelorette parties, and 70% had a wedding hashtag compared to the 51% in 2017. On top of that, Mm. 35% of weddings had a custom Snapchat geofilter more than double than 2017. We have to tell the listeners about our business. We do. When Michelle and I first started working together at Likeable, um, I was an art director, she was a copywriter. And we always were getting these requests for bachelorette parties and friends parties or really any event in general for a custom hashtag and then a Snapchat filter. So we basically convinced ourselves that we were going to make a small business out of it <laughs> and have since not and done we it. And you're going to sell it as a package. You could get... Well, yeah. 10 hashtag options, a couple Snapchat geofilter <laughs> options, and just we'll bundle it together for you. I mean, it's still a great idea. And to this day, we've still had pretty successful hashtags. Yes. Our first one that came to fruition was um, for our coworker, Andrew Minucci, and it was hashtag become Minucci. <laughs> and then... Um, I was recently commissioned for some more work from my friend Brooke Judd, and she is marrying Jordan Beltrish, and we have hashtag Storybrooke Romance, hashtag Judd Found a Stud, hashtag Hooked on Brooke, hashtag Wished for Baltrish, hashtag Belle of the Baltrish. She has lots to choose from. I hope she gets to use them. Yeah, we'll see which one she uses. So in our conversation with Rachel today, we talk about sharing these love stories and um, really what vendors, venues, and videographers should be doing to make sure they are being seen by these brides who are planning their wedding because, you know, a lot of them are turning to social media to get inspiration. So it's important that they're visible. And hashtags do that. Hashtags do that. (laughs) Great. So let's get into it. Dun, dun. Hi, Rachel. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? We are so good. Hanging in there. So let's jump right into the social media speed round. Sound good? Yes. Fun. I feel nervous, but excited. (laughs) Low bar, low bar, but answer as quickly as you can. Okay. Okay. First up, favorite social network? TikTok right now, for sure, for sure. Same. (laughs) What about your go-to emoji? The uh, heart eyes. What about stories or feed? Well, I post almost only on stories, but I don't look at stories. I only look at the feed, which is weird. Maybe we should. (laughs) That is interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what Instagram ad can you not get rid of? I get a lot of mom Instagram ads now. A lot of which are super helpful. I mean, yeah, <laughs> makes sense. They're spying on us, but like also solving our problems. So it's like, right. There's a reason they're targeting yeah. you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. What about your favorite meme? Oh, um, yeah, not one doesn't come to mind, which maybe is interesting in itself. Okay. Last one. It's 2005 and you're on MySpace. Who's number one on your top eight? Well, you know, I never, I didn't use MySpace. Like I had one, but I didn't use it uh, ever. Um, that is so interesting. I do remember. You're not the first person to say that to us. But I remember using Facebook right away, but like not using MySpace. So we know you're an OG social lady. 
Tell us a little bit more about your career journey. What brought you to where you are today? Okay, so I graduated college in 2006. So I was finished grad school in 2008. And I study, I have a master's in international affairs and conflict resolution and like realized by the end of that, that I like didn't want to work at a nonprofit and mm-hmm. like, wasn't going to go work for the UN. So I was like, cool. Well, degree. Um, <laughs> what, what now? So I moved to New York because my best friend and my now husband lived there and we all grew up together. We're all best friends. And my best friend, Katie was like, you should go on media bistro and just like find a job. So I ended up at a video startup as my first job in New York um, and then made my way to Birchbox from there and then to founding Love Stories TV. So I guess jumping into more about your time at Birchbox as a community manager, it's really how you started Mm -hmm. there. I mean, I remember when I was there, we were using like hashtag Birchbox cart for people to add things via Instagram to their carts to then purchase them. And it's just Uh so interesting how much social media has changed. I mean, you've built a whole brand that really leverages social media. So from your perspective, I mean, what else have you seen pivot and grow and transform since you started? OG is like really accurate, like jokes aside, like I, when I went in for my interview, I didn't have an iPhone, which means I didn't have Instagram. Um, and I didn't know what Pinterest was. I remember getting asked about Pinterest in my interview and I was like making stuff up, um, <laughs> which is a risky maneuver. I think you can only make stuff up if you know you could actually go home and learn it in a night. Pinterest felt like something right. that I could. I got the job, bought myself an iPhone. I was the first, right. I was the first social media hire at Birchbox, which we called a community manager at the time. The simplest way to sort of sum up like what has changed and what I've seen is just um, how the platforms release different products and who like leans into those and doesn't. Like if I had Mm -hmm. to sort of sum up, I think the most like impactful things we did at Birchbox, it was like leaning into the changes that platforms made. So like a really good example I use is I remember um, when Facebook started allowing for video uploading and I remember being like, okay, well, we should upload the videos to Facebook. Like if Facebook released that product, they must want us to do it. And they'll probably show the videos to more people. And every mm-hmm. like several people on my team were like panicking. They're like, if we don't put the YouTube link on Facebook, we won't like get enough YouTube views. And I just remember <laughs> being like, right, but who cares? Like as long as people watch the video and like Facebook will show it to more people, like, which sounds so obvious now, but like there are a lot of those moments, you know, or right. like. I think just we were like first movers, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And that was, uh, I think, what we were known for and helped the business grow both from PR and from like the activities themselves, you know? Yeah. And I mean, even now, there are more features than ever, right? Like every week, Facebook is releasing an update on this new product, that new product, try this. So you mentioned getting the job and, you know, getting your iPhone and downloading Instagram. Mm -hmm. And now you're at Love Stories TV, which goes, you know, way beyond Instagram itself. So tell us what Love Stories TV is and how it works. Yeah. So Love Stories TV is a video platform for wedding planning and inspiration. And the way that it works is wedding videographers from all over the world upload 
the wedding videos that they produce for their brides and grooms after the wedding. And when they upload the videos, they tag all of the other businesses that worked on that wedding and all of the um, style aspects of the wedding. So the videos are all tagged with not only the videographer, but the venue, the florist, the planner, the dress designer, the suit designer, the bridal salon, the hair and makeup stylist, um, if it's a Jewish wedding or a lesbian wedding or an Indian wedding or a rustic wedding, all those things. Mm -hmm. So then people who are planning their wedding come to the site um, to get ideas and to find products and services. So if you already have a venue, you can come to our site and search for your venue and watch real wedding videos that took place there to see the other vendors who have worked at that venue and just to get ideas. If you're looking for a venue, you can look at barns in Michigan and explore them <laughs> through videos. Um, if you want ideas for your vows, you can watch wedding videos from all over the world. Maybe um, you look by religion or you look by culture um, or by our category of, you know, most inspiring vows, like anything you could ever think of. Um, that's how the site works. And then to your point, we publish those videos also on all of our social channels. Um, we have an Amazon Prime video channel. We have a Snapchat Discover channel. And the idea for Love Story CV really did come from my experience at Birchbox, where we saw that brands um, wanted video content that featured their experts and hit mm -hmm. like really polished talking points and looked very produced. And women wanted to watch real people telling their real stories in a less polished way. Um, and we were always trying to find that balance. And at Birchbox, we did that frequently by using staffers. Um, who were right. like a little more educated than the consumer, but not like an esthetician um, employed by the brand. And so wedding videos really fit that niche because it's professional production, um, but it's real people's real stories, mm -hmm. right? So it looks like a commercial for the venue or looks like a commercial for the dress, but like it's a real person. Um, and you can read about their story and how they met and fell in love. Um, so it's a very useful planning tool, but also just like pretty fun and uh inspiring yeah to, to your point about these stories and you know sharing those brands and those messages through the stories i want to talk a little bit about the human appetite for love stories so i read mm -hmm. an interview with the founders of the new york times column modern love and you know that's yeah. now an amazon prime show as well um yeah. in a podcast so they asked, why is the human appetite for love stories so infinitely renewable? And you think about, you you hear stories all the time, you see them all the time on TV and the movies. Why do you think specifically on social that those stories are so sought after? Back to like having the idea for love stories TV, I, um, I, had, I got married in 2013. I didn't have a wedding videographer. I hadn't paid much attention to wedding videos. I thought they were sort of cheesy. And so mm -hmm. I, you know, was like, nah, let's like save our money and we don't need one. And then after the wedding, I really regretted it because you just don't remember. You want to have right. some video right. footage of the speeches and the vows. And there was like a surprise dance for us and all this stuff. And so I started paying closer attention when I would see my friend's wedding videos like on Facebook. And that's when I was like, oh, like these aren't actually cheesy at all. Mm -hmm. And the marketer in me was like, these look like feature film trailers. These look right, like right. commercials. But like the human in me was like, I can't believe I just watched that whole wedding video of this girl who is in my sorority who I like actually haven't seen in several years and like didn't really know that well in the first place, you know? But yep. it's like, it's like reality TV. It's like anything else, right? Um, it's the same reason you ever go down like an Instagram hole 
um, cause you just like get interested in a person and their story. Um, and so I was at Birchbox at the time and we always used to joke. There was like a time at Birchbox where like everyone was 26. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know what was going on. It was just like a, a, a company full of like 26 year olds. And so I was like talking to all the women at Birchbox and everyone was like, oh yeah, I used to watch wedding videos like in the sorority when we'd come home from the bar at college. And I was like, <laughs> Michelle, oh, did you like, do that? I did that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so right. It's like, you hear this from women all the time. And I was like, oh, well, like, where were you watching them? And that's where people couldn't really answer the question. Like, mm, I'm not sure. Like, I would see one on Facebook. And then I'd like maybe watch a few more from that videographer or like, you know, because filmmakers weren't putting them on YouTube. They still don't really. So that's when I was like, oh, you know what? Like, not only is this a really powerful way to plan your wedding, but like, I think people would just like to watch these, you know, and that is really proven to be true it's to your point like the appetite is just endless like why do people like reality television Mm -hmm. why do people like anything that's real like you just are interested in real stories so like we see a lot of comments um and engagement from women who are not even in a relationship yet to be honest they're not really dreaming about their wedding and the dress and the decor they're dreaming about like meeting someone to have that relationship with I mean, I it's feel like, like you a just fairy tale or into my soul. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like <laughs> I'm not pinning on Pinterest for my actual wedding. I'm not even engaged, nor do I have a boyfriend. <laughs> but right. it's like this idea. It's this love story. Yeah, it's like remember being like a kid, and you would have like a camp counselor or a babysitter, and they would like talk about their boyfriend. You'd just be like, oh, I can't wait till someone likes me that much. <laughs> like that's what it is for sure. For sure. Well, I I want to talk about the specific like specific skills and specific either photographers or videographers, because one thing that I always think about um, when I see the photography or videos on my social feeds um, is that their trends come and go, right? Like some of them look so Mm -hmm. stylized and they look so like great for social media. But I always wonder like when, you know, 10, 20 years from now, when you're looking at your wedding photos, are you going to want that like high contrast filter yeah. on it. So I'm curious of like what trends you've seen come and go and like what your thoughts are around just the production in general of these videos. Yeah, I mean, trends, are, it's interesting. Like a great example is like, if you look at my wedding photos, I had an accent nail, like a glittery accent nail. <laughs> you know, the rest of my nails are like Essie, um Fiji, which... If I could do life again, I wouldn't choose something. So mm-hmm. yeah, classic it's a little color. chalky. That mm-hmm. shade ballet slippers is probably more classic, but like whatever. And then I have mm-hmm. this like glittery accent nail. And when I look at it, I like roll my eyes. I'm like, that looks ridiculous. But like, I liked it. I thought I looked awesome. And like, that's the yeah. thing. That's what Matt, like, I don't think anybody, it's sort of like how our our mothers are like you look at their hair and their bridesmaids dresses at their weddings and you're like oh my god but it's like they thought they looked great and like that's a thing I actually say this a lot when people yeah like when people are talking about like bridesmaids dresses I'm like listen the better you feel the happier you are the more fun you are the better the wedding is like nothing can wreck a wedding like a bride or bridesmaids who like aren't having a good time which is why I'm like be nice to your bridesmaids let them wear their hair the way they want um but like, <laughs> so I just think like you should do whatever you you want at your wedding that makes you happy in that moment. And then you're going to look back at the photos in the video and be like that. I liked that when I was 30 or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, um, 
I like that attitude. I mean, I, I'm attending a ton of weddings. Like it's probably prime season for Michelle and I to be doing this type of thing for our friends who are getting married. And it's always like, it's always a, what if like, Oh, what, what if this gets outdated? That's always the question that we talk about, um, as bridesmaids, like friends of someone getting married. And I like that advice. I actually like looking at it as like, if you're happy, just do yeah. it. You're not going to. Right. And if you look silly 20 years from now, you'll look back and laugh and say, oh my gosh. But I was so happy. Yeah, like exactly. it's, go- right. it's it's like going to look silly. It's like different. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like something's going to look silly. Right. Um, I mean, you don't look back at baby photos exactly. like, and think, oh, I look That's so. That's exactly. Like everyone looks a little silly. That's exactly That's right. Example. Um, so a fun fact about me is growing up, my mom was actually a wedding planner. She was an event coordinator. And so I, you know, would go to work with her while they were setting up the dance floor for the wedding. And I always heard so much about all the different vendors, you know, DJs, catering, flowers, and there's so many decisions to make And there. It's such a often crowded marketplace. Um, so we want to hear from you if you have any tips for those vendors specifically, you know, with marketing or just getting their name out there, what should they be doing to get more business? Aside from uploading to Love Stories right. TV. Right. Okay. Yes. Well, the obvious things are like be listed on Love Stories TV, be listed on, you know, on Weddingware and the Knot. I think make sure your Instagram um, looks good. I'm using air quotes, which is just like to say that I think for this generation, like when they, if someone recommends you to them they're gonna look at your instagram before your website Mm -hmm. so you might not you may or may not get discovered from instagram that's a different thing but it's like if um someone's like oh i need a florist for my wedding and someone's like oh my sister had this great florist it's bloom bar nyc they're gonna like go to your instagram and bookmark it like that's what people do now so make sure your instagram bio like is really clear and explains who you are you know, um, make sure the captions on all your photos, like explain what the picture is of and what people can do if they like that picture, etc. And weddings, it's like, you're just at such an advantage. Like every single time you work, there's a professional photographer and videographer shooting your work and they want to get their work yeah. out as well. So it's like, there's just no reason not to be like coordinating with the photographer and videographer after and being like, can I post all those pictures and tag you? Um, yeah. Like sharing that content. Yeah. I didn't think about that. That's such a great way to populate your social yeah, media. Exactly. It's like do, do yourself a service and make the links clickable, build a, uh, a link tree, like do whatever you need to do so people can actually make a decision, whether it's a purchase or just learning more through your Instagram or really any social network. I think that's just a very obvious tip that we sometimes forget to mention. Yeah, I always say like, tell people what you want them to do. And it's like not every, otherwise they don't know. And it's not like every post has to have like a call to action. But it's just like, if someone comes to your Instagram bio and they can't figure out like what you do, like that's not good. Or if you like post a picture from a wedding Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, best day ever. Like that's not enough. Like where was this wedding? When did it happen? (laughs) Who got married? Like, how can I learn more about it? You know what I mean? Like, I think the biggest Mm -hmm. things are like, tell people what you want them to do and like prioritize like information over like being clever. Yeah. I always say clarity over creativity. Yeah. Yep. I agree. It doesn't matter if something's super creative, if nobody understands what you're trying to say. I totally agree. Totally agree. But I want to talk about the future. What is next for you and what is next for Love Stories TV? Oh, what a good question. Um, 
let's see. Well, what I'm really proud of right now is we um, last year started doing a lot of offline events. Um, you know, people still go to a lot of like wedding fairs and expos to get ideas for their wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, people want to like experience yep. and touch and feel things. Um, and they're pretty outdated if you've ever been to one. Like nobody has really great things to say. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but like, you just don't know where to start when you're planning your wedding. And you're so excited that like, even though websites are like the better way to do it, it's like you want to go like do you want to like take action to plan your wedding, like you're so excited, right? Um, so right. we were like, okay, how can we like do this better? Um, so we started hosting all kinds of different events, um, both for uh, soonlyweds and also for influencers. We did a big event at the Plaza in um, June where influencers came and we dressed them in wedding dresses and they got to have like a special party in the Royal suite and like take photos and videos of themselves, like in wedding dresses, like drinking champagne and trying on diamonds. And then it was so I feel like I definitely saw those. Yeah. I feel like I saw photos of you in a wedding dress again. Very pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, (laughs) I was like, you know what? If anyone feels self-conscious, I'm just going to like disarm them by like showing up like, extremely pregnant in a wedding dress. Um, and, and that's really fun for the people who attend, obviously. And then they share that content and, you know, their followers get to experience wedding fashion in like a totally different way. Right. Or, um, mm-hmm. you know, we just did a big event um, at Kleinfeld where we had like a panel with Lucy Fink, who's a influencer newlywed and Panina Tournay and Joe Meyer, who's like a um, very popular LGBTQ wedding planner. Um, and then people after the panel came upstairs and like a bunch of different brands and vendors had like fun activations, you know, at Kleinfeld. So that sort of like takes that concept of like a wedding expo meeting vendors, but it's not just like coming to a table and getting their pamphlet. Like everybody had like a fun activity that you could like touch or feel. And meanwhile, you're yeah. like in Kleinfeld. So I'm really um, proud of our events program and excited, you know, about where that's going. Um, and we've been doing a lot of that online as well, um, you know, under the current circumstances. So earlier this week, we hosted a virtual runway watch party with uh, Maury Lee, Ooh. which is a bridal fashion designer. It was amazing. So we had a thousand people come and stay for an average of 60 minutes, which is insane. Wow. Like, I mean, we've yeah. all done like Instagram and Facebook lives where you have like hundreds of thousands of people, but they pop in and out for like 40 seconds. Right. Like this was like yeah. 1000 people literally stayed for an average of 65 minutes. Like it was amazing because people amazing. are so engaged with wedding content. It's actually providing them value. They like need to shop for dresses and can't do it right now. It would enable the bridal salon owners to see what dresses they could buy just like they would normally see at bridal fashion week. Um, so, you know, I'm really excited about how we're taking some of the offline stuff we've been doing and like bringing it online. Well, one thing is for sure when I, <laughs> I feel like I'm not anywhere close to getting married, <laughs> but there is like so many more tools and resources like love stories TV that I am so looking forward You're gonna to be set up for success to using. Yeah. 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 It's it. pretty fun. <laughs> cool. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for being on the pod with us. It was lovely talking. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This was so great. Um, I really appreciate you thinking of me. When she was talking about all the different wedding vendors and having the tabs that you can sort mm-hmm. through on the website. Right. How hard is it to sort through all of these vendors. Yeah. It's nice that this is a tool that brides 
and, and grooms can leverage. I think one thing that I kept thinking about too is just the word network. Mm. These, with these videos, it's creating these like networks of vendors, creators, artisans who out of their own control are all connected to each other through the event of this wedding. And hearing Rachel talk about how they can all help each other and utilize each other's resources, I think is super cool. And I love that with Love Stories TV, they can see, you know, their flowers, how they looked right. at the wedding and right. reach out and connect with each other. It's so smart. I mean, I remember when we first were preparing to talk to her, I kept saying it felt like Love Stories TV was its own social network. Mm-hmm. And it really is. Yeah. Like, it's a combination of YouTube and LinkedIn in the best way. Po- like, <laughs> so I would true. never think I would combine those two networks at yeah. all. Yeah. But I, I really love, no pun intended, that. also if there's anyone out there who's planning a wedding any brides or grooms having to make any changes with venues or vendors because of COVID-19 Rachel offered up emailing bff at lovestoriestv.com for any help and assistance they're trying to do everything they can to make sure they're being of assistance during this time I know I have a lot of friends and family right now going through that stress. Um, And I think one couple in particular comes to mind because it really is funny related to our social media account (laughs) we want you to follow this week. So shout out to Victoria and Spencer. Um, They had to move their wedding date because of coronavirus. And I heard that Spencer's mostly just upset because that means he has to continue his wedding diet a little bit longer (laughs) (laughs) i feel like that's a pain point for a lot of people too just in general yeah um but yeah as michelle said i really want to highlight the work that planet fitness is doing during this time um shockingly enough i think they've done a really really wonderful job with facebook live um I know I I said the other day that I'm super annoyed with everyone being live all the time. But for Planet Fitness, they're doing these home work-ins. Super clever as far as the name goes. Are they sending out pizza? (laughs) Pizza on the first of the month? I don't know. They should. They should. But regardless, they've gotten a lot of celebrities to participate as well. So these work-ins are not just with Planet Fitness trainers and staff, but, you know, people that the customers really would want to work with out alongside with yeah i i think also you know planet fitness is that accessibility for all kind of gym Mm -hmm, exactly and so doing these free daily workouts on facebook live makes sense definitely so it sounds like our weekend plans are to do a workout with planet fitness watch some wedding videos on love stories tv and then probably download a dating app so we can meet some husbands (laughs) i like that idea Cool. We'll talk next week. All right. Bye, everyone. All the social ladies. All the social ladies. All the social ladies. All the social ladies. All the social ladies.